This is the official Caps Chirp Podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll, and I'm here with that snack, Polly Cupcakes. What is going on? Um, It's a big day, I guess. A uh, pretty terrible one for Caps fans. <laughs> not a great, not a great start to Super Sunday, that's for sure. So I guess everybody's just gonna have to get blackout to, uh, you know, make up for it. But um, <laughs> speaking of Super Sunday, you know, lots of action going on in today's game. You can download the top-rated DraftKings sportsbook app now and use code THPN when you sign up uh, and. I think you still have time right now to use it for the for the for the bonus of if any touchdown gets scored at all, you get to like double up your money. So check that out. Use the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Go download it. Use code THPN uh, and you know reap the benefits of that right now. Uh, I mean, next week basketball is going to be a big a big deal. I guess um, since football will be over and, and hockey is still in full swing, you can use code THPN there as well and sign up to hammer the over on Sunday night's basketball game when LA takes on Denver. For every 1,000 people that bet the over in Sunday's game, the line will decrease by one point. Yes, this is your chance to improve the odds of overhitting. So tell your friends and family this is a team effort. Hammer the over and improve your odds of doubling your money. That's promo code THPN for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. You know, this reminds me, um, I have a retraction to make. Last week, I said that every Super Bowl has had... Okay, I I said that every Super Bowl has had at least one touchdown. I realized I, I thought I said every Super Bowl, both teams had scored. Um, but I saw a stat. There was one Super Bowl where New England won thirteen to three. Um, but as far as I know, yes, there has been a touchdown every Super Bowl. So I guess I retract my retraction uh, and let's move on. <laughs> okay, I'm not even sure what happened there, but yeah, I, I yeah, I caught myself mid sentence. Okay, well, Caps fans, I. Uh... I think we have something, Polly. What do we have? Something special to to kick off the show with before we pop some tabs? Yeah, we do. So uh, you know, we just wanted to say happy birthday, Jason Tarr. Uh, he turned forty two yesterday, February sixth. He lives in Hawaii, but this man's dedicated. He flew from Hawaii last. I think it was. It would have been February to DC to see the Pens and Jets games. Um, and that's dedication right there. Uh, it's quite a trip for some hockey games. Love to see it. Uh, that happened to be the Pens game when Dylan showed Malkin uh, who Daddy was. Um, <laughs> so that's a that's a good game to go to. Um, he's a Marine Corps veteran. He's done two tours in Afghanistan, two in Iraq, and is a Purple Heart recipient. Uh, and in addition to being a Caps fan, he is a husband, son, dad, and brother. And Jason, we appreciate you as a fellow Caps fan. Thank you for your service. And uh, your big sister loves you and appreciates you. 
So uh, on behalf of her request and Caps fans everywhere, this one's for you. Yeah. Cheers, dude. So on behalf of Jason and the new episode, let's get it cracking, huh? Absolutely. Happy birthday, Jason. One, two, three. Oh, right. Caps fans, so COVID, man, um, still a thing. Hopefully nothing has uh, come to you or your family, uh, I guess, recently or or will be, but uh, it's obviously plaguing the NHL at this point. We've got some more um, just straight up closures in general, but there's a couple, three new COVID rules that the NHL has kind of come come up to up with and one will be the glass will be removed behind the benches uh and the league is considering like deploying portable air cleaners behind the benches to improve air quality and circulation for players and coaches so uh i guess that makes sense i'm no scientist but that it would it would uh make logical sense that all of your uh you know that the air is just kind of trapped in there because you are kind of in a box there uh, players and coaches will no longer be permitted to arrive at the arena more than one hour and 45 minutes before puck drops. All meetings will be conducted virtually. Um, I don't see that that's like a terrible thing, but for the guys who really like to get in the rhythm, definitely a shitty thing. What do you think, Paulie? Yeah, so <clears throat> it definitely makes sense in terms of like ventilation. You know, like you said, you know, we're no experts, but that does seem like common sense. Just, you know, increase airflow. Uh, you're less likely to breathe in the bad stuff. Um, and I can see where you guys would be upset because guys get in the routines. You know, it's that's a big part of these guys are professional athletes. This is their job. And, you know, like to them, for them to perform properly, they need to be in the right headspace. So I can see where this could be frustrating. Uh, but this is an unprecedented, unprecedented time. And the guys just are going to have to uh, adjust. Right. Absolutely. Um, and finally, teams are being asked to create extra space in the locker room so that you can kind of have your six feet of bubble, which, you know, doesn't seem too too terrible uh, to me, at least. So, <clears throat> I mean, I, you've seen it, folks. Like, it's obvious that the NHL is taking this seriously and, and the other leagues in the world are are also taking it seriously. So unfortunately this is kind of just what the, what the, how the cookie crumbles, right? Yeah. And you know, if we're at a point where like for the average person, the majority of people, the biggest issue is that some hockey games are being canceled, then we're in a good spot because, you know, this has been a, a devastating thing to humanity. So, you know, uh, yeah, it, it sucks, but we can suck it up. Absolutely. Right. Right. <clears throat> so shitty, but, but I guess moving forward, the, the, there are actually four teams out that literally just can't play. So the devils, the wild, the abs and the sabers all have basically shut down their, their home arenas and also their practice facilities. And they're not even like playing hockey. Their guys are just chilling, literally doing nothing, which has got to suck. Um, they're, postponing games they're delaying games paul do you think that we're gonna see a a situation where there is 
a team or teams that do not finish this 56 game, um, you know, schedule. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you found that word. First of all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've been listening to uh Sirius XM's NHL channel and on a couple different um, sites or different shows, they've, they've talked about this and, it kind of feels like it's going to be a point percentage situation. It, it, I heard someone, one of the one of the callers or one of the guests say on one of the shows that they have a little bit of room at the end, like maybe seven to ten days at the end of the season, they could squeeze some games in. Um, but I, I think just, you know, teams keep getting shut down. I, I think it's going to happen that they're going to have to go off of a point percentage situation because I think there will be a couple teams that do not finish. Um, and, you know, I was thinking about a, a tweet that uh, Rob Smeraldo Smir- sent to me, uh, sent to us, and he, he he tagged me because we're both Caps and Avalanche fans about talking how much it would suck if the, the Caps got shut down while the Avs are simultaneously shut down. And that got me thinking – the Avalanche can't come back till February 12th. They're supposed to play that outdoor game on the 18th or the 20th. You know, that's that's cutting it pretty close within a week. Um, it's them and they might be playing L.A. And then uh, the Flyers are playing someone out there at that uh, Lake Tahoe game. Right. So that could that could be a real pain in the pain in the rear if the NHL has to cancel one of these outdoor games that they're really pumping up. Yeah. Um, you're absolutely right. So I guess fingers crossed. We really have no way of knowing, but, um, yeah, you know, and we've got Max Manning here chirping, played, played a little high school puck with this guy. Uh, yeah. What is the percentage? Who knows, Max, you're asking the hard fucking questions, bud. Uh, he's, he wants to know the percentage of, of, games that you have to complete or, or whatever that looks like. Yeah. It's a complete shit show. Nobody really knows. So. <clears throat> well, I mean, uh, I, I was thinking it'd be whatever, you know, just like an act, like the most basic form of an average, you know, like, so however many games you've played your winning percentage, and then that's what they would base it off of instead of like just total points. It would, it would be your, your winning percentage and they'd have to factor in overtime losses. Yeah, but the thing is, is that that doesn't. So you're saying that a team could play like 20 games? Yeah, there has I, mean, to be I guess a day, there has to be something like if you didn't get to like 40 games, you're not allowed. Yeah. You know, you can't. Yeah, if you didn't get to like this many games, you can't because your percentage is just your average is going to be so fucked, right? Yeah, I mean, and that's the issue we saw with college football was how many games is enough? You know, Ohio State played six games, I think, and they ended up making the playoffs compared to, I think, the three other teams played 12 and 13 games. So that's definitely something the NHL is going to have to decide if uh, total number, like what the what the minimum is, even if they are doing percentages I mean, that that's right. You know, if some teams play 20 less games, they have quite the advantage going into, uh, <laughs> uh, going into the playoffs. And I, um, is, is Max an Ohio state fan or is he anti Ohio state saying don't pull the Ohio state? 
<laughs> I don't know. Uh, Max, why don't you let us know uh, in the comments if, if you're an Ohio State fan. But uh, um, I do, all, all I remember is what, Team Germany, Max, and then uh, the Caps. So, <clears throat> um, but yeah, like he says, it's a shit show. Everyone should, Max Manning, it's a shit show and everyone is going to be able to complain. Bless up. Exactly. Uh, Isn't and, that all we want as Americans? We just want to complain. <laughs> right. He goes, I hate Ohio State. Go Gators. Okay. Fair enough. Straight from straight from Max Manning's mouth right there, ladies and gentlemen. I think he's still slinging houses in the DMV area. So uh, shout out Max Manning. If you need a house, let him know. Well, you know, uh, going off of Max's comment and my jersey today, which is an old school Notre Dame hockey jersey. Notre Dame swept Ohio State this weekend, six to one, and then eight to one. Nice beat down, old fashioned. Who doesn't love to see the Buckeyes get smacked? So, uh, thought you you might like that there, Max. <laughs> All right, so Caps fans, if you didn't know, this week has not been great. It has not been. It's been a bit of a crash back down to earth. So, Paul, you want to? Go over this. Uh, I mean, we're going to have to do it. We're contractually obligated. Yeah, I guess that's why we're here, huh? Yeah, absolutely. So, the Washington Capitol, well, ladies and gentlemen, th- this week in the Washington Wraparound, we're going to have to talk about uh, a little bit of of just news, I guess. And we'll just start it off with... Verona's in COVID protocols, you know, shocker here. I mean, it must be a Russian thing, huh? Is he Russian? Well, he's like, I think he's Czech, but. Yeah. Like well, <laughs> you know, as of the last like 30 years, there's a bit of a difference. Mm. <laughs> All right. I'm um, sorry. I was, that was probably a little bit of uh, a little, um, you know, shitty of me to say. Culturally insensitive, if you will. Uh, so he's in. Uh, uh, but I think that I think that the Russians kind of take him under their wing because oh, who was it? We had a Belarus uh, guy on the team, and I uh, Grabovsky, I want to say, and he um, played for like a year and a half with us. And Ovi was like, "Yeah, he's Russian." So yeah, I mean, I guess it'd probably not be too much different than like some dude from Omaha was in like you know Australia. And then a dude from Toronto was like, you know what? I'll just, I'll take you under my wing, you know, like yeah, right. sim- similar enough cultures to, to help you ease in. <laughs> right. Okay. Fair enough. Um, moving on before we get canceled here. Uh, Hank King, uh, King Henrik Lundqvist there recovering. Well, saw him out. He was up moving around. said he lost some weight, but, mm-hmm. uh, other than that, feels great. So that's fucking awesome to hear, right? Absolutely. Uh, first and foremost, you know, great to hear that he's healthy. Uh, he's a bit of a maniac, so he's probably already thinking about how he can play again. Yeah. But uh, uh, which obviously at the earliest would be next season, if even if he could ever. But you know, bottom line is it's it's good to see that the surgery went well and he's feeling great. Absolutely, definitely. <clears throat> So, yeah, I mean, do you, I don't think that there's a chance in hell he comes back this season. Um, I just don't no. think that they, they can't clear him for that, I don't think, and be, like, still employed as a doctor. But um, Plus, with COVID know. going on, you know, he'll be even more at risk for contracting. 
Right, right, you know, right. He's going to have a weakened so, immune system and such. Sure. Good point there, too. Oh, man. <clears throat> so, uh, oh, Max, Max is all in our comments. Here we go. Max says, bless up King Hank. I think he's got at least three more seasons. I can't argue. I can't argue. Uh, and I wonder if it'll be with DC, but I think that's that's an entire podcast on itself, probably. I, I, I would... The way that the goaltending situation is looking now, yeah, obviously it would have been great to have Hellenquist, uh, especially after, spoiler alert, if you didn't watch today, getting lit up for seven. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I think... Uh, who knows? I... Do you think that his – so he's gotten his – he's getting his money, right? Like, Lundqvist is getting the 1.5 from us. It's just going to ha- – that's just how NHL contracts work. They're uh, absolutely guaranteed. So he's got the money. Do you think he comes back for less money, though? Do you think he wants the 1.5 still? I mean, on the business side of it, you're like, dude, you literally just had, like, some severe open-heart surgery. I'm not sure that you'd be worth – you know, I think you might need to, like, be touching league minimum here. I think based on the fact that he is getting paid for a year of no work, which isn't his fault, but still, he's getting paid for a year of no work. He is another, he'll be another year older, and uh, the Caps have been nothing but supportive. I think it would be completely fair if they were like, come on, man, like at least a million, maybe less. Like, and, you know, he kind of would have to come out and, after a year off, whether it's medically induced or not, he's going to have to prove himself because that's that's quite a bit of time away from the game. So I, I think trying to get him to sign for uh, for less is fair, and I think he might be willing to do it. It just really, I think if he's going to come back, he's going to want to go to someone he views as a contender. So we'll have to see how this season goes and what kind of roster they're bringing back in DC. Absolutely. And, uh, Max says Toronto, uh, I, I'm not sure Toronto has space to pay him anything over than league men. Maybe they would, but I think that's the only move they would have. Um, here's a, here's, you know, who has a lot of uh, cap space is Florida. Mm-hmm. He's uh, not going to go there though. They could double down on their veteran goaltending since Bob Barofsky seems to be shitting the bed. Um, but he's, I mean, look, Florida's the only undefeated team left, so who knows? Maybe I spoke too soon, but why don't you think he'll go to Florida? I don't think they're a legit contender. I think he, he wants to go to someone who, on paper, it's like all they got to do is get over the hump. Like, they're they're right there. Right. And I just don't – I think Florida, I mean, they might be a playoff team, Maybe. Um, but I, I don't think that they're anywhere like they're they're not sniffing the third round. They're not getting past if they're lucky, they make the second round. Right. No way they touch the conference finals. So they're but, he, you're thinking and I think Max thinks so too, is that you're gonna you're they're gonna go to a contender. He wants to go to a contender. He wants a cup. Exactly. Um and you know, uh to go back to the original question, you know, if if Chara can do it, if Tom Brady can do it once Henrik is healthy. I see no reason why he can't continue in the NHL into his forties. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, we do have a, another comment, Marcus hunt. What do the caps need to get to really wake up 
and take over the East? Oh, that's a good question, man. Um, I think that the Caps stamina. are. What'd you, what'd you say? Stamina. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know what? The Caps doubled down on their team build this year, which I loved. I loved. And while healthy, we're, we play probably the best iteration of that heavy uh, pound you into the dirt along with making you pay on the score sheet because we've got a ton of top end talent. So totally healthy. I think that that archetype is incredible. Um, one yeah. thing that it is impressing me with the Capitals is they're showing a lot of speed right now. Um, but, you know, like you said, it's for max two periods. I see that they're, they're getting the, the shit beat out of them in their third. Um, mm-hmm. So they come out, you know, hot, but it, I, I do question how how physically in shape they are. So who knows? Maybe in ten games they get they get you know their legs back under them. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, the thing when we were winning with all of those young guys in the lineup, you you got to think like, well, maybe this is something. Maybe we're onto something. Maybe we should keep these young guys in. But obviously, like when Ovechkin comes back, you got to put him in, and especially because in games like tonight. Today he completely took over, right? Not enough, but yeah. you know, having four points well, I mean, on four goals, he should that should be enough, I right? Mean, come on, right? Exactly. No, and, and you're you're right. So, um, it's tough. I do, I do think that I'm starting to think that they may not be in the best shape, but I also, man, it's the fucking Washington Capitals, dude. How many mental barriers do they need to overcome? to just be the team that all hockey fans and all Caps fans know that they can be night in and night out. You know, like if you put like the, the mindset of the Boston Bruins, I think in the Washington Capitals, five cups in a row, five cups in a row. Yeah, it no- wouldn't even, I mean there, it would be like the Lakers right now. Uh, you know, the Penguins would probably have folded. Uh, we wouldn't have, you know, those back-to-back fucking cups would never have happened. Nobody would even know who Sidney Crosby is. It'll be like 50 years in the future. Nobody would even fucking know who Sidney Crosby is. It would have just been like the Capitals winning like eight cups in 10 years. Yeah, I mean, at this point, they'd be like, uh, I don't know, the the Kansas City Tigers or something. They wouldn't even (laughs) be the Penguins. They would have left. Um, But yeah, it's in terms of, you know, obviously the stamina, I think, is an issue. I think mental stamina is an issue. I, I think they... You know, they, except for the, was it the Islanders game when they had five goals in the second period? Aside from that game, they've been terrible in second periods. Um, I think they come out, they play well, and then they let themselves get into a hole, and then they just may not have the juice for the third period, even though they have, they have, uh, scoring ability, they have firepower. You know, they just kind of let themselves get into a position where it's a little too much. And I think their age isn't a problem if they can stay ahead on the scoreboard. But their age becomes a problem when they let up those leads and get into a hole. Yeah, I think it's much more physically taxing to be chasing games, right, than dictating. Um, Yeah. Because that's where when you start dictating play, and even if you're ahead or or the game's close, it's a lot easier to dictate play when you're in those positions. So that's where your age is really a benefit. And you're, um, you know, I don't know. I, that's, I think that that's, that's a lot more of on the, um, 
on on the on the player it's himself i think but i i think and max man max is honest today he I, is i, I, I was going to say it, his right? question yeah, yeah. so is that's he, what so i was it, thinking is it coaching or is it more on the individuals i can't i i've been i cannot blame another fucking coach i can't i can't i my coach blaming is to the max uh <laughs> first of all not only that it's it's too it's been too many coaches one it's been too mm-hmm. many t- too many years that this has happened you know how many times can you look ovechkin in the eyes i.e the best goal scorer to ever st- to lace him up and say like you're not working hard enough dude like <laughs> he's yeah. gonna be like fuck you i've i and i would too like dude you're i am the best goal scorer that has ever yeah played in this league yeah, I mean, rephrase honestly, your question. I think <laughs> when when it comes to to the mental stamina, I think that's more on the players. They sure. just, you know, there's there's just kind of like, you know, there's there's personal preparation, there's there's camaraderie as a team, there's just being a stronger human and not crumbling when when shit gets tough. You know, it's just be better. Like, you know, it just there's you're all you're all equals in this league. So, you know, just be your best and quit letting shit get out of hand. You know, I know that's easy to say <laughs> from a, a fat 20-year-old in Wheeling, West Virginia. But, <laughs> like, you know, this is your job. You're good at it. Don't let, you know, just don't let this shit happen. Like, right. Work hard and don't let it happen. Sure. And, I mean, that's – we're going we're, – we're going with you. Um, I mean, I'm with you on, on that that's, that's – I 100% agree, but, like, we're circling back around because now, like, the the problem here is that the Capitals have had an embarrassment of riches for the past decade in talent, uh, especially since they've plugged that third-line center hole with Lars Eller, right? So, even more so, you know, since the year before the cop and then, like, to now. So, I look at it and... I think that at this point, it's just, and you can, if you, if anybody who's watched more than 10 Washington Capitals games, you can see like when the exact moment when they let off the gas and it's literally right after they score a goal, a huge gas lift mm-hmm. comes off. And then after they score, after they go up by two, if you go up by two and you're in the Washington Capitals uniform, it's, it's time to stop trying, which is ridiculous because yeah. And, and if it's not, and you know, I, I also liken, um, your, the, uh, the caps to your brother, uh, old Parker Henry there, shout out Parker. If you, if you don't score, if they don't score in like their first 10 shots, five shots, they're just like piss babies, you know, head down, fucking lip out, bottom lip, you know, fucking moping around you know, not, not getting those big ones. And I think that, uh, you know, I, I think that, uh, I think that after, after they won the cup and then like those, I think that they've slow after Bruce Boudreaux, basically after that era, like they've slowly kind of come out of that whole feeling sorry for themselves phase. Now yeah. that they won the cup though, they're like totally, they they know that they're the shit. Like it for so yeah. they knew they were the shit before they were, and then and then the Penguins 
fucking smack them in the mouth two years in a row. And they're like, oh, shit, maybe we aren't the shit. Then they win a cup and they're like, whoa, we're definitely the shit, guys. And now now it's like we're here. We're here now. They know that they're good. They know it's been affirmed. They've had they've done it. And it's just really hard to to get back up onto that um, onto that echelon. Uh, well, I, I guess since we're talking about my family, I'll just I'll I'll, I'll keep it going. Uh, as as my dad would say, they're just not hungry. Yeah, they they they've accomplished it. And uh, and another thing he always said was, staying at the top is harder than getting to the top. Uh, sure. So uh, you know, we were all hoping Lavulette would kind of light a fire under them and and get them going. Uh, but you know, and sometimes it seems like it does happen. It seems like they are, you know, back to square one, ready to prove themselves. And then days like today, it's like, you know, I know they had a couple guys who, who aren't normal athletes on the, on the squad, but you know, the top line combined for like 11 points and they still lose seven to four. I mean, come on. Like, right. It's just, they, they just need to want it, as Bruce Bruce Boudreaux would say. You just gotta want it. <laughs> if I you mean, want it, you gotta up. go out and fucking want it. Speaking yeah. of which, we had a real that was a really good uh, you know back and forth. There won't be able to use that for any of our promo material because I said shit like a hundred and fifty times. But you know, <laughs> the real ones know. The real ones know. We, um, I mean, we could put it on social. We just can't put it on other stuff. That's true. That's true. All right. So let's talk about the games. Huh? Yeah, let's let's we've been sidetracked. Thank you for your questions. They've been great. Uh, thanks for the interaction. Yeah. We will always make an effort to uh, answer you on the live streams that we've been doing. So if you want to like log on and check us out when we do live streams, we usually do it Sunday night. But, you know, obviously there's some football game tonight. I don't know. It must be important. Uh, so we're going to do right. it a little earlier. Um, <laughs> uh, so. February 1st, um, February Fool's Day, if you will. Uh, the, the Has Boston... anyone ever said that? No, I'm coining that right now. <laughs> I'm coining that right now. Uh, so if, if, and actually every, so that will go for every month. The first of every month is the fool <laughs> month. February Fool's Day. Uh, that's the fool day of every month. Um, <clears throat> 7 p.m. That's a, that's an L. In regulation to Boston, they came out, you know, and fuck, man, God, why do we have to do this to ourselves? I'm just right. Okay. So Boston came out hard in the first five minutes, uh, caps answer with two goals, one from Char and one from Sprong. You know, the first goal, the caps scored, uh, was by hags, but they deemed it offsides ridiculously. You know, I really wanted hags to get that one. He ends up getting one, but this week, but God, I mean that. So Polly, we've talked ad nauseum about the offsides rule. I just, this one was, this one got to me. Like I get, okay. Like going back in time is ridiculous a little bit, but like, I get the rules are rules, but this one was like so hard to see. And yeah, I, you know, okay. They, he didn't have, you know, Garnet Hathaway didn't have possession cause it was in the air, but if it's on the ice and it's like away from you and you're the closest one to it, that's considered possession. I mean, how are you in a non-possession sport, you know, like lacrosse or basketball, you can like hold the ball. The ball is held. You have possession football. You have possession. 
it's really hard to tell when you have possession with with hockey, man. And this is the my whole bitch about it. So, I, yeah, I um, yeah. I mean, I I think that it was uh, it it was really nitpicky, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm I'm with you absolutely. Um, <clears throat> so second period, Cats start to erode a little bit, you know. So they've come in, they've got a two goal lead, I believe. Um, and then, you know, Boston comes out or boss came out hard, but we've weathered the storm. Second period caps start to erode a bit. There is a bunch of penalties taken on both sides. Carlson puts the caps up three, nothing on the power play goal and Pasternak answers with an even strength goal of his own. Uh, the third period was just an absolute and total bed shitting. We got a goal from pasta Smith and Carlo. Marshan puts us to bed with an empty netter. I mean, at least the Marshan goal was a goal for my fantasy team. Um, just <laughs> you know, just giving the fucking puck away all over. A uh, completely different team from the first period to the third. Very on brand for the Caps. You know, I thought Vitek looked good. Orlov had some big hits in his return. Um, Ovi was kind of floating. The young guys, mm-hmm. though, Verona, Shiri, Sprong, continue to impress. So that's a three-goal lead out the door. Yeah. Uh, you know, coming off of today, which we've already talked about a little bit, mm-hmm. this just hurts even more seeing the the pattern. Um, you know, and <clears throat> Pasta had a very good game, but I really – I just don't get it. You know, why are they, was this, oh no. Okay. It was next game. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I just three, nothing lead. It's just, it's, it's, it, you know, it's like synonymous with, it's like rock the red, blow a lead, you know, (laughs) (laughs) rock the red, blow a lead. I love it. I love it. Yeah, um, man. It's so frustrating. So it is, frustrating. It is, especially in the way that – in the fashion that we score the first three goals is from all sorts of different – you know, for instance, you know, fourth line came out buzzing and came out mm-hmm. and, and really took it to the opposition. We scored a couple dirty goals. Uh, and then – but then there's like the PPG from Carlson. So like you, you're you looking at this and you're like, yeah, depth scoring. Yeah, top line mm-hmm. scoring. Like, top tier talent. Snipes. Yeah. Like, special teams. Yeah. And then... Defense. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's just out the out the window. Like, it never even happened. Yeah. It doesn't even matter. Um, yep. <clears throat> so, yeah, it sucks. I mean... I, I... How naive I was a week ago. <laughs> yeah. When I said... Six days ago, when I said... I, in, my, in the outline, I have this. This had to happen, and it would have been it would have been a lot cooler if it hadn't. But let's hope the adage holds true that we learn from our failures. Hmm. Okay, so spoiler alert: none of that happened. Um, <laughs> moving on, yeah. On the fourth, which was what Thursday, so Thursday, yeah. seven p.m. Versus the New York Rangers, and uh, I was uh, I misspoke last uh, last episode where I said we're on a nine game homestand. It was a six game homestand. Uh, New York is on the road, so we're on the road. We're at New York. Just this game, 
worst of the season so far, I would say. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Paul? Yeah. Well, well, yeah, it, it would have been the Islanders game if it wasn't for the five goal second period. Right. Uh, but yeah, this, this was, you know, at least with this one, we knew we were losing the whole time. Um, but <laughs> I, I think honestly, Caps fans and Caps players thought this was a cakewalk. I, I think yeah. this this had it had all the feels of a game of an overconfident team, and it just seemed like anytime the Capitals tried to get some going, the Rangers would answer and just keep the you know keep the differential you know to a point where they couldn't get back into it. I mean, we had a bright spot, Ovi. You know, he took he became the only one at number seven. He officially passed Mike Gartner for seven oh nine goals, and um, he he's one off from Steve Eiserman's three hundred sixty two goals for the second most road goals. So you know, Ovi had an, uh, a pretty good night, but you know, yeah, it was just it was a terrible game. The Caps did not look good. And I was kind of irritated that I put my time into this game because it was just like, that's, that's two and a half hours of my life that are nothing but frustration and anguish. Right. So after the first, we're down one, nothing. And that's like manageable, right? We're like, Oh, the New York Rangers, they're terrible. They just kicked out Tony D'Angelo. Like they must be reeling. No. Um, You know, there was four hits by the caps all by Wilson on that first period, sloppy sluggish start. We were lucky to get out of there down one. Uh, midway through the second, uh, this Batetto guy. And and you know what? At this point, we're trying to like mount a comeback. Like things are kind of even, if not in the Caps' favor, I'd say. And then Batetto just kind of just skates through the entire defense and just puts one short side on Vanacek, who had no chance. I mean, the dude literally took it from the corner, button hooked in the corner, skated through like three defenders and – Went in for an uncontested shot. It was like nobody wanted to step up and guard him. It was embarrassing and unacceptable. Yeah, I think I think he beat actually four guys, and there was a fifth guy coming to get him. He he almost beat the entire defense right on that goal, and it honestly looked like everybody was like, uh, someone else is going to get him. Yeah, it was that kind of play, and it wasn't even that skilled of a goal. Like I, I think all six capitals on the ice should be ashamed of that goal. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Um, <clears throat> Ovi almost killed, a, killed, a, who's, who's in that? Um, Shesterkin or Gior- Georgiev? Georgiev, probably. I think. Yeah. Um, oh man, I should have put his name down. Yeah. I forget who the goalie was, but he hit him right in the face, man. And well, the one uh, time I remember. Right? Yeah. And I remember just seeing him like with his helmet off between, <laughs> Between play between face offs and he like just had this look on his face like oh my god I hate this and I have to keep going, dude. Like, it probably rang his ears so bad. Like that's yeah. the worst part. Like when you get hit in the goal in the head with the when the goalie mask, it's like it makes this noise that is so loud and I can't even describe the noise because it's it's like so loud you don't hear it, but the only thing you hear is like the ringing in your ears afterwards. It's crazy. Um, it's probably like having a bucket on your head and like smacking with a metal rod. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Um, 
All right, so during the second, the Caps finally get on the board. Uh, lucky bounce when Hathaway puts it on net and then just rebounds off Hags. So that's great. I love to see Haglin score. Um, the dude is just not a gifted shooter. I love him and his his talent and his playmaking ability, but man, he cannot finish. He can he cannot finish. Not that is not his thing. And you know what? Everybody's got their thing. Uh, his is forechecking and being a pest and being fast as shit. So, yeah, definitely not a goal scorer, never has been really. And uh, <clears throat> it's tough to see because we've seen him biff so many. Uh, I'm sure that – I know that mouth-breathing Pittsburgh fans are always talking about how Hagelin can't finish. So I don't really want to, like, go down and, and destroy and stomp on that trope anymore. But, uh, you know, whatever. Uh Good things happen when you go harder than that, babe. And let's 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 keep it at that. Into the third, yeah. Rangers go up three <clears> one. <throat> you know, Caps are banging away, getting some chances. Puck came out of the zone, and then it just ends up being a three on one for the Rangers. How what? Like how does that even? I don't even know how that develops. It just happens, and that's just your life now. So enjoy it. Um, well, well, you know, on that. On that sequence, you know, the Caps were – they got some opportunities. I think they had three or four shots. A couple were blocked by players, and then it just happened. You know, they, they cleared it, and then boom, three on one. And, you know, that, that one's kind of unavoidable. You can't really fault a team for putting on pressure, and then a swing happens. That that one's tough to be upset about, Yeah, I'd say. <clears throat> I mean, I hear you. Um it's still upset. It's upsetting. I'm just not super upset. Yeah. yeah. It's it's hard to blame someone, but you're still allowed to be mad. Right, right. <clears throat> um, there at the end, I mean, OV saves his empty netter, but uh, after some pressure the and some really bad puck management by the Caps, uh, New York taps in an empty netter. So, you know, chalk it up for whatever it is at uh, our first game back on the road and just a poor poor effort i mean that's this is the game you know i think that each team probably in a regular season probably gets about five games where you just where you just don't even talk about anymore just it's you know watch the film once say some shit about it take the film and then throw it in the fucking fire and just burn the burn the tape on it and move on right you can afford two of those this season right right so here's one. <laughs> yeah. So there's one. <clears throat> um, and that brings us to today. Afternoon. And matinee. Why I'm drinking. Yeah. The noon matinee against Philly uh, in Wells Fargo, uh, you know, top line coming out, buzzing uh, fourth line out there buzzing. You know, the boys were, were just, Ears pointed, you know, just ready to go. Um, <clears throat> you know, Ovi, two goals, two assists, two hits, a block. Tom Wilson, one goal, three assists, three assists, three hits and a block, one takeaway. And Backy with one goal, two assists, one takeaway, and only 33% on faceoffs. So that's that's a little bit worrying. But Yeah, I probably should have left that stat out. <laughs> yeah, that's not exactly – one of these things is not like the other. So – yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, the, the top line pay, played great. We end up losing seven to four. 
Um, okay, look. So first period, what we we came out of the first period, and I mean, pretty much total domination by the Caps. I'd say it was two to one coming out of the first. Uh, the the Flyers got a late goal, but it definitely was completely controlled by the Capitals. Right. Um, and you know this and, is the good. You know, this is a good Flyers team. The Flyers look good. It's a very good team, and honestly, I think as the as the entire game went on, I think the Flyers quietly kept pace and quietly took the lead. It really looked to me like the Capitals dominated this game, but the Flyers would score at their chance. I think there was a point where shots were like thirty to fourteen, yeah. and I think that's when <clears throat> VTech was pulled. Was four goals on fourteen shots. Um, I I have no irritation or anger towards Anderson because he hasn't played in probably a year, right? Um, and I'm 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 coining the phrase "old Craig" instead of "old Greg." So, yeah. uh, Craig Anderson is <laughs> old, old Craig. Craig. Uh, but uh, if you watched gameplay. I really felt like the Capitals owned this game. The Flyers just took advantage. Like this one's tough to see as a fan because we lost and it sucks. But I really feel like, from a coaching standpoint, not a whole lot to prove on from today, other than maybe opportunities and better. Yeah, I think we lost Polly there. But Polly, you there? What? Yeah, I'm here. You hear me? Yeah, so reset what you, you more less penalties and what? No, so I, I think today from a coaching standpoint, um it, take away a couple of their opportunities and better goaltending. I think honestly today was frustrating, but as a whole, I think the team played well. Yeah, no, that's probably the most frustrating about it. You know, uh, the score sheet exactly. probably makes it seem like it's a ass kicking. And I think that, I mean, it was a fucking barn burner until the third. Mm-hmm. All the way through late goal by Backstrom at the end of the second. Ties us up. Uh, the second period felt like an entire game in itself. So that was crazy. Um <clears throat> And then, you know, we had, in true Caps fashion, we became the the stepping stone for a lot of players who were slumping to get back uh, on the horse. So Couturier, who had like two goals. Lawton, who has his first uh, hat trick this afternoon. Um, JVR, who continues to be dominating. I mean, seventh goal scored. So... <clears throat> They were buzzing. I think that that Carter Hart played pretty had out of his mind, really. I mean, four goals, but we put like damn near forty shots on him. So I don't know. I it's it's tough because at least we didn't bolt, blow a multiple goal lead, though. It's still tough to see us lose, right? Yeah, um, that's another thing. Is is that hat trick was so quiet to me. Like they were like this dude's first hat trick. I was like, 
wait, what? Like, I didn't even notice that guy's name the whole game. <laughs> like, that, like, I just feel like it was the most under the radar loss. You know, like, uh, I think that's the most frustrating part is how well the Capitals played overall and still lose. Yeah, and, and again, it comes down to just the – and we saw it against teams like the Penguins. This is the Capitals' kryptonite is opportunistic teams who have like a lot of talent. And when the, the Caps are starting to feel themselves as we barrage you know, 10, 15 shots a period on this poor goaltender and we still come out and we're tied or we're losing, and it's because of opportunistic goal scoring. You know what I mean? Like – yeah. At the end of the day, they scored more goals, and that's what you know. Obviously, is is what it takes to win. So, but they they were getting shelled for most of the game. It's just a couple mental lapses, or in this case, like six, that put them up. Um, Vitek did not have his greatest game. I'll give him that. Yeah, I mean, I four goals on fourteen for shots. Yeah, though. A lot of them were second chances. Not okay. There was one that one by Hag that that was just a ripper, one timer. Uh, did you see that one? That one was a good goal. You know that was like okay, not much yeah. he could do there. Um, yeah, and I think um, Van Riemsdyk's goal was pretty sick. Yeah, um, and then the one where he. One of, was that the one where he hit VTech hit the puck like basically right to him? No, uh, Van Riemsdyk was um, Ovi ripped a shot, missed the net, and then uh, it went like around, and then he he shot. It was basically a fucking knuckle puck, and he just right. wristed it on a, on a, on a line. Um, yeah, I, mean, I love VTech. I think he's our guy. Today just wasn't his day. Yeah, and. It would have been nice to see a couple saves out of that, but honestly, I mean, he got piled on, and in some cases, because every time I think I think that most of the times that he was actually, you know, there was a couple where, and Anderson too, where they were like second, third chances. You know, these got to mm-hmm. clean that up. The one off the post that went like crossbar, far post, and out. Like I don't know what the hell Dylan was doing there. It just like heard the yeah. post and like did like a spin and tried to like and just vacated the area. Open that guy right up, who I think was Lawton. Yeah, um, I yeah, I I forget which number of goal it was, but there was one where uh, Dylan. Oh, here I made a note to myself. Here, hold on. <laughs> um, uh, well, while you're looking, another thing, uh, Philippe Millet logged eight minutes of ice time. He looked quick. Had some yeah, had I, some wheels. Dude, look good. Yeah, I like I like what the kids got. Um, actually, this is a text I sent you. You and I talk a lot during games. <laughs> okay, yeah, on that Dylan play, that's a you 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 know you said you know what what was that by Dylan? And I said, yeah, he looks like a a freshman getting silly boyed in his first high school game. <laughs> like Dylan was literally, he was just like, oh, oh what's happening? What's happening? Right. <laughs> Looking around like, uh, it was brutal. Uh, tough game, man. Tough game. But yeah, I think, uh, yeah, uh, is it Malay? Is that how you say it? Uh-huh. Yeah, I think 
you know, he, he got eight minutes, but I think he played pretty well. It looked like he had a lot of energy. I was impressed with what he did out there. Um, and, you know, it wouldn't be a day if we didn't talk about Obi, right? Should we should we break down what he yeah. accomplished today? So tell me tell me about Ovi, and the, we'll, we'll take this as a silver lining. Okay, so his first goal was his 779th NHL goal regular season plus playoffs, which made uh, put him above Phil Esposito to be sixth highest all time in league history in goals and uh, goals in regular season and playoffs. So uh, he's seventh all time regular season, which is the the record that they show. Like that's the official, you know. That's what they talk are about with sure, the goal record. Polly, are you sure it's including yeah. playoffs? Yeah, the, yeah. So his this most recent record that I'm talking okay. about right now, he just passed Phil Phil Esposito. Okay, was seven seven seventy nine. It's playoffs and regular season. Okay, I got gotcha, you. Um, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, all right. So he's seventh in regular season, sixth in regular season plus playoffs. He is now second. In Super Bowl Sunday goals with 10, uh, Phil Esposito is number one with 16. Um, with his second goal of the game, that may, marked his 146th career multi-goal game, and which makes him 62 more above the next guy, which is Crosby. Since the, since the 05-06 season. Yeah, since yeah, so like among active players since the 0506 season, Ovi has 146 career multi-goal games. Next guy, Crosby, 84. So what a bum, what a yeah. bum, 84, that's not even close. Yeah, uh, you know, people can throw all these different numbers around, but uh I think Ovechkin definitely holds his own cuz he's uh he's pretty productive. No doubt, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> all right, so let's look at our prediction performances. Uh, Polly said we would be going, we would be perfect, and we were we perfect, were... but not in a good way. We were, yeah. we were, we were perfectly terrible. I said that we were going to beat both the Rangers and Boston, but lose to Philly in regulation. I also was wrong. Uh, oh, and three on the week, folks. Zero movement from us in the standings except down. Uh, actually, actually, no, wait, wait. I don't think we moved. I don't think we actually mo- moved. I don't know. Yeah, I think we're, we're a couple ahead. I think um, the real fight right now is at 11 and 10 points, and we were at like right. 15. Yep. yep um, so. But yeah, you know, we were undefeated in regulation until this, until we made these predictions. And... Uh, Ovi came back and he played well, but the rest of the team did not. <laughs> right. So next week's games, uh, the ninth Philly against Philly at home. So wait, we're not at, are we sure we're not at, you did this. So I'm just going to, I'm going to just say Philly at home, uh, yeah. 6 PM, the 11th at Buffalo at 7 PM, the 13th at Buffalo at 1 PM. And, at Pittsburgh at 3 p.m. on the 14th. So it's a back-to-back. Wow. Listen, I hate to do this to you. What? But correction from earlier in the show. 
Today we played at Capital One Arena, not at yeah. Wells Fargo. Oh yeah, I said Wells Fargo, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. So so the the Flyers is again at Capital Arena, Capital One Arena. Right. And then we go to Buffalo for two in a row, and then we have two in a row at Pittsburgh, but the second one is for the next pod. So, um, but on on the docket, we've got one at home and then three away. Um and. I want so do we normally you know how they have those those like tarps that cover seats? Mm-hmm. Those are normally red, right? But they did blue today to match the jerseys. I honest, that's a good question. I don't know. Pay attention on Tuesday, and we'll we'll check back Wednesday. Okay, all right, yeah. Well, cool. for the Thursday episode, we have uh, we have. We were supposed to, I think we teased it last week. We were supposed to have a guest and things just changed a little bit. So we should have Hopefully. a guest on Thursday. We're not going to tell you the name. Yeah. We're hoping to go live on Wednesday night for a Thursday episode that should have, hopefully, a guest. But who's this guest? I don't know. It's probably Polly's mom. You know, it could be my mom. So... <laughs> Just tune in because who knows? It could be my mom. It could be Gary Bettman. You just, you never know. <laughs> it's not Gary Bettman. It's not, it's 100% not Gary Bettman. Um, but someone else. It, yeah. Someone important, somebody cool. So we're hoping that yeah. that'll happen. Uh, we'll be live streaming it uh, because we're not going to record tonight about it. So uh, enjoy the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You people. Uh, that enjoy that stuff, and uh, most until, of the world. What'd you say? Most of the world. Most of the United States, <clears throat> dude. And, it's like it, people watch it all over the world. Okay, stop. Look, Polly. Look what you're doing. Zero, zero viewers right now on uh You know what I will tell you though is I can't stand that NFL calls themselves world champions. Why? Because they're not world champions. It's not a world league. I mean, I get it. You're right. That's because American football is stupid. Yeah. I mean, but I think, well, I mean, baseball does it. Basketball probably does too. I don't know. But enjoy the game to all the people who aren't watching us right now. And um, tune in Wednesday night. Yeah. Or check us out on Thursday. Definitely uh, one that you do not want to miss. All right. Caps fans. Remember still have time. DraftKings sports betting app. Download it. Use code THPN and uh, you know, reap the benefits. But until Thursday slash Wednesday night on this stream, it's hockey troll. Polly cupcakes signing off. Hey Caps fans, thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Chirp Podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, the Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trolling on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow me, Polly Cupcakes, at Cupcake Polly on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And follow the show's handle, at Caps Chirp, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network, at Hockey Pod Net on social and the Hockey Podcast Network.com. The Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. Check them out, or we're not friends anymore. <laughs>